Hello. Welcome back to Tag Talk. Um, it's been a month and like a week or something like that. So it's, it's been a long time since we've done Tag Talk. Um, I was away. I was doing something very fun. Uh, but now, you know, that's over. And now we're back for Tag Talk. So my name is Kylie. This is Haley. And listen, I caught up on the month of wrestling. I did. I didn't watch any wrestling until like four days ago. And I watched it all. And I caught up. But we're not talking about all of that today. We're talking about, you know, unfortunately, the bloodline. But Haley, how was your month away? Uh, My month away was good. I took a little bit of a cleanse from things to Mm -hmm. avoid a little bit of burnout. Um, But, you know, we're back. I just had a great weekend in Detroit. I was on site um, doing media for SummerSlam. I got to hang out with a bunch of people, and I feel like my creative juices are coming back to me. I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. We'd listen, I really needed that month away, not being on social media, because one, I didn't have time for social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very, 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 very busy. I was doing like 19-hour days every single day, including the weekends. But I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, and now I feel like my relationship with social media has changed a little bit. And I'm super, I'm in like a good place. I'm in a good spot. And also, if you hear a cat at any point during the show, it's you're not crazy. There's a cat in my apartment right now. Uh, not my cat. I don't like cats. But she's here and she uh, is annoying. So that's that. Uh, and also, just to add some more fuel to the fire, it might thunderstorm. Yeah, it's very cloudy outside here, too. So, you know, we might just go down at the same time, and that's just going to have to be what it is, you know? Tag Talk is just going to be... Listen, we're on the edge of our seats the entire show. Like, (laughs) who's going to leave first? Is it going to be because of the storm? The cat? Is some catastrophe going to happen? Who knows? That's the kind of top-tier entertainment you get here at Tag Talk. Honestly, I don't think it would be a Tag Talk episode without something going wrong. (laughs) Honestly? Yeah. I love that we're in like our new era with our new background and our, for whatever reason, our new permanent positions here that can't be changed. No, because I tried to leave like three times and put her on this side where she usually goes and it won't do it. It won't do it. This is just like my spot now. Um, But anyway, it's so good to be back. I'm so glad to see you guys here. Um, if you want to submit a super chat, we take dad jokes, questions, or comments. You can go ahead and submit a super chat. Uh, we'll read those. And we're just gonna we're just gonna vibe today. We have some fun stuff to talk about. We're gonna talk about SummerSlam. We're gonna talk about the Usos. We're gonna talk about FTR and the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks now who have NBA money, apparently. Um, and we're just gonna have a good time. So Let's do it. And you know what? We're on our way to NBA money because we just got two super chats. Ooh. Mike, our buddy Mike. Hi. Welcome back, friends. Thank you, Mike. We love you. Thanks for holding down the fort over here on uh, Fightful Overbooked while we were gone. <laughs> <laughs> and always. Uh, and Ryan with the dad joke. I miss these. What's a cat's favorite TV show? Claw and Order. That was a good one. Did you now? Did you have that one saved up and you were like, oh, I got to use this one first? I mean, or did you just now come up with that? Because that was pretty impressive that you could come up with that. Yeah. Whim. Unless he Googled cat dad jokes. <laughs> but 
even then, you know what? I'm still impressed. I'm. I like it. It's a good one. I think. I think I'm gonna save that to my uh, dad joke little stash I have. Listen, I need to do rankings so I can have a dad joke of the year. Wow. Yeah, we should do. We have to compile all of them from past episodes. We should. From our new era, we'll just start now. This okay. is the only half the year that matters. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm going back that far. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> no. um, did you watch Being the Elite? He said, no, I always try to think. Uh, I did not. Not yet. I'm, I've been having a day. Oh, I'm very sorry that you're having a day. <laughs> being, the elite, but being the Elite, like nothing really that crazy happened except for, you know, the Young Bucks talking about how rich they are now. And Satnam Singh being absolutely hilariously large. Like, he's a large, large human being. I have a picture with Satnam Singh. Maybe I'll tweet it after the show so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But just such a large man. This isn't, I mean, I guess this is kind of. But um, if you guys know Liam from Comic Book, he was at um, SummerSlam this weekend. And we took a picture together. And... This man, I mean, he has to be like 6'5", but it's the funniest picture I've ever taken with anybody. And Malcolm, uh, Muscle Man Malcolm, started calling him White Omos. So, I love that. I thought it was a great nickname. (laughs) I was going to segue into talking talking about the Young Bucks versus FTR and, like, our hopes for All In. But then we kind of took a little bit of a turn. And now I just got to grab it and just swing us back. So, anyway... Um, FTR versus the Young Bucks 3 at All In. Listen, All In, I think the card looks really great so far. There's MJF, Adam Cole, FTR, the Young Bucks, some other matches. Um, but so far, so far, there is no Jeff Jarrett versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> and I'm really hoping we stay the course. Because listen, when... So I went to Dynamite 200 in Tampa. And... I was not paying attention to anything AEW. I was offline. I was unplugged. I not even being the elite. Okay. And then Haley texts me and like, we have a group chat with some of our friends. I can't wait for Kylie to see this. And it was a tweet that was advertising Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal and Tottenham Singh versus the elite. And I was like, this is a prank. Like this is a fake AEW account. And Haley is like in on some crazy prank to destroy my life. Was I happy to see the Elite live? Of course, I'm always happy to see the Elite live wrestling. But Jeff Jarrett is my arch nemesis. And I made it known. My entire section in the Yingling Center in Tampa was aware of my, we calculated it, 18-year-long beef with Jeff Jarrett. Um, So I'm glad that I got that moment to boo him and Kara Jarrett and everything. Um, But the big news is that the Elite have re-signed all of them. All four of them, which is like such a relief for me. <laughs> and I love hearing that they all negotiated together. Like it was going to be all of them or none of them. Like Isn't you don't really see that. So in yeah, it is. I love yeah. that. And I love that they could do that because they have the bargaining power as a group to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that they they want to be a unit. They don't want... Like, because I think it was probably Dave Meltzer who reported that WWE was really, really interested in Kenny Omega, that they wanted him to be a top guy, whatever, all that stuff. Same thing as the last round of negotiations uh, before AEW. They really wanted Kenny Omega. Um, But I love that it's not 
and the elite has never been just the Kenny Omega show. It's like the elite as a unit is like super valuable and super valuable to wrestling. So I love that they recognize that and they really, you know, work to capitalize on that leverage that they have, like the elite sell. And I love that. And I also love um, a one, the young bucks talking about having like NBA money because they're basketball nerds and all that stuff. But I am, um, I really do hope, how do I phrase this? I hope at All In and All Out, which is still happening within a week. Don't know how they're doing it. It, it. it is what it is. I really hope that this story with the Elite progresses in a way that does not involve some kind of forced conflict with CM Punk. <laughs> I've had time to think about it while I was away. And honestly, I almost would rather they all wrestle other people than wrestle each other. One, because I think CM Punk has a lot of matches to get through because he was gone for, like, nine years. He was gone for, like, forever. And I want to see those matches. And two, because I don't want the drama. I think I'm a recovered drama addict. That's what I'm getting at. And I know if they announced anything CM Punk versus Kenny Omega related, it would be, I the fan base would be intolerable. And I would have to delete my Twitter or my ex, my ex account. <laughs> I think it's like mentally healthier for me. And I would, Tony Khan should be um, sympathetic to that. <laughs> my thing, so I'm actually kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum at this point. Like I would almost rather, if they're going to do it, they just do it and get out of the way because I'm tired of hearing about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, at least, at least Kenny and punk if you know the bucks would rather not have to mm -hmm. you know, get involved in that at all um i don't know i i would rather they just do the match do it all out if you have to just get it out of the way like if if all in is going to like continue or all out is going to continue stories from all in mm -hmm. and like we get something uh after like i'm assuming kenny's gonna have a match um, or after FTR Young Bucks, like, just, I would rather just get it out of the way. I am tired. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I would be on board if they were doing like a like a one time only. Then it was very clear yeah. that this was just like an exhibition or something. Mm -hmm. But with the story that CM Punk is doing on Collision, this like I'm the real champ, blah blah yeah. blah. Um, I. If they did it, like, I don't know, maybe, like, lights out, like, it doesn't count, like, no one's record is affected, like, it's just for funsies, like, that kind of situation, I think I'd be into it. Because I do really, really want to see the match. I think it'd be fun. Because CM Punk, he's not as athletic as he used to be, neither is Kenny Omega. But I think they're smart. They're very smart wrestlers. And they would do something really fun with that, like, with the story and, you know, in the match and all that sort of stuff. But I don't want... I don't want it to be a situation where CM Punk people are fighting because CM Punk has to go over or Kenny Omega has to go over right. because we're going into full gear. We're going to all out, blah, 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 like all that kind of stuff. Um, so if they could do it, you know, I think the best way that they could do it, because I do want to see the match is to make sure that it's clear that this is not a feud. Yeah. That, and if they do make it a feud, they got to be very, very careful because then you're like, you're dividing the fan base in maybe an unhealthy way. Yeah. Um, 
because this is already unhealthy enough. (laughs) I know the the AW fan base. While I was gone, listen, it's I. I saw nothing. I was like a ghost. Like I didn't even open my Twitter app. I didn't. I didn't know anything. And honestly, I didn't care. Like. I, I cared about AW, obviously. And I was very excited to catch up on Dynamite and Collision and all the things. Um, but, like, people's opinions on Hangman Page as a babyface. People's opinions on Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. I don't care. I just enjoyed no, what I enjoyed. It's crazy that you can enjoy wrestling without having to listen to other people's terrible opinions. About it, like wow, like I can stay offline and watch wrestling and actually enjoy it. Like sometimes I'll go on or I'll like watch a match and then I'll go online and everybody like that absolutely sucked and I'm like I don't know what you're talking about and then I'll tweet about it and then I get so you know I'm yeah. tired of that I'm tired of it. And then it was like are in like my I circle now. <laughs> I I keep her in the circle. Like I'm a really really big Bullet Club Gold fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them. And I know a lot of people don't like them or whatever. Um, And I love the stuff they did with FTR. And I think I'm going to love FTR versus the Young Bucks. Um, But I really do think that the tag team division in AEW is on the up and up. And I don't... FTR versus the Young Bucks is such a weird one because I don't necessarily think that the Young Bucks should beat FTR, but I do think if you're going to let CM Punk beat Kenny Omega, which I think they would have to do, then the Young Bucks should beat FTR if you're going to continue that feud. But, like, the way that all these people are so intertwined in, like, weird ways is giving me the ick. (laughs) Like, do you ever see people, like, um, on Twitter, they're, like, fantasy book something, and you're like, that gives me the ick. I mean, yeah, all the time. I'm all like, time. Ooh, that's weird. And I'm looking up here. All of the wrestling figures I have are basically the elite and Cody Rhodes. And then Punk and FTR and then Eddie Kingston. Which Eddie Kingston. Just, just have to give a shout out to Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. I love that man. Um. But I just, it's just, like, the way that this all is simmering, especially, you know, the dream match that is Punk and Kenny Omega, it's, like, not simmering in a good way for me. Like, as time goes on, the less I care and the less I want to see it. Like, I want to see them do other things. And so maybe maybe that's what this is at the end of the day. I'm just like, eh. Like, just do it. Don't do it. I don't care. But, like, give us an answer either way. And it's the way that they're, like, where I'm at. Yeah, and the way that um, I think it was Kenny Omega who was like, "We've resigned with AW. We'll go anywhere, even Collision." Yeah. And like, if they don't plan to do that, then just stop. Like, stop. yeah, and uh, I mean, Punk, you know, has been throwing shots since he came back too. Like, I mean, I know you can't avoid it, but like, if we're not gonna get it, you have to stop. I'm tired of going online yes. every day. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I almost feel like they have to. And like I said earlier, do it just for funsies and exhibition or whatever. Just because it's like every feud that CM Punk is in or every feud the Elite are in, people are looking for like references 
to the other side or like teases or like CM Punk would have done this better or the Young Bucks would have done this better than FTR. And it's like, they're always going to be compared now because AW, they were suspended and brought back. And then AW was like, we're done. Yeah. We're going to put them on different shows. <laughs> Sorry, I missed this while we were chatting, but our friends at the Pro Wrestling Podcast sent in a super chat. Oh, welcome back. Thank you. I'm so sorry that we did not meet up in Detroit. I was a very busy gal, and I'm sorry, but I'm sure I will see you very soon. And we will take that picture. I promise. That's anyway. normally how it goes. Oh, no. You're I'm like, I'm going to the show, and meet so many people, whatever, and then you're, like, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Like, yeah. most of the people I met at Dynamite 200 came, and, and they found me in the merch line. Like, I was getting that Dynamite 200 shirt, which is a great shirt, by the way. And it was, like, people just came and found me in the merch line. And my friends who, like, they watch wrestling, but they're they're not, like, involved in media or whatever, they were freaked out. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. That's how it goes. Yeah, I just, I really did not have time. I was running around the city all weekend in my little shoes that I regret right now, but... <laughs> which one did you end up wearing? Uh, they're, like, black, uh, little, like, ankle booties, and they have, like, a little, like, heel about this big, but walking around in those for seven hours in downtown Detroit for two days straight was not a good idea. Mm. I am sorry for your... But you know what? It was a worthy sacrifice. It's the things we do, and you know what? I sprinted down from the press box to the floor to see Cody Rhodes' entrance, and you know what? I don't regret that. I love that. I felt like I was floating the whole time. Because I couldn't feel Maybe my- were. Probably was. I could not feel my toes. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I have a question for you. Huh? I have a question for you. And this can be like super... It's AW related. It can be like super quick. But in catching up with AW, mm-hmm. I found that I'm s- slowly losing interest in the House of Black. Mm-hmm. I like the, the... What is it? House Rules? Mm-hmm. House Rules matches. And I like all that kind of stuff. But, like, it very much feels like the entire trio's division, to me, has been dropped. So I wanted to know what you thought about that. Um, I feel pretty much the same. I feel like there's really not a great balance right now between trios and tag because teams are just kind of being ripped out from one division and thrown into the other constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm, like... This all-in, all-out week. Because it's the pay-per-views, but it's also the shows. Yeah, I'm, like, kind of... I don't know. So much in AW is just up in the air. And, like, maybe not necessarily in the best way. I think we're starting to get a kind of a vision of what all-in is going to be. Because MJF Cole, um, the story there, which I really, really like, by the way. Don't know if I said that already. Really like it. Um... The CM Punk stuff with like the collision stories, FTR, Young Bucks, like all that kind of stuff. All in is definitely going to be like a spectacle show. And then I have no doubt the stories are going to carry to All Out, which Haley and I will be at, by the way, um, if you want to come see us. Um, and then so I think we're kind the shows are going to have two different identities, I guess is the end. But like, I don't know where trios fits. Because there's no trio like spectacle, I think, in AW that you could really plug in there. Um, but then there's also like they don't really have any story. 
the House of Black. They're just doing these matches, which are great matches, and they're all great wrestlers, and I love it. But, like, they need to get going with the trios. Um, and I thought it was going to be best friends, but then uh, they're doing, like, other stuff with, like, Blackpool Combat Club, and Trent is bleeding on Dynamite, and, like, I think the story now is going to be Trent, like, within the best friends, like, yeah. breaking out as his own person, his own thing, because of the Yuta stuff and the feud that Yuta and Trent had. So, like, that's definitely over there. So, I'm like, what else is there? Great question. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Swerve has a faction. So, like, you could theoretically get Swerve in there somehow, but, like, yeah, but I don't want that. With, he's doing stuff with Nick Wayne and Darby yeah. and all that. I mean, if you could do Nick Wayne Darby and like someone else, I guess. I don't know. I'm just I'm like iffy about it. And then but I will say the dynamite um video where they like they go and they beat up Nick Wayne and they make him unlock his it's phone with so the passcode. <laughs> the way they they're like, oh, face ID is not working. Unlock it, unlock it, and he unlocks it. And then call Darby. <laughs> it was so good. I really did love it. That's one of my favorite little uh, packages that they've done recently. I thought it was good. Yeah, and then um, I don't think it was. I think it was um, Era Fox wore like the bloody mm-hmm. uh, shirt. I mm, love that. That's what I love in wrestling: continuity. And this has nothing to do with anything, really, but we're talking about it, so I just have to say, because we haven't had a show in a month, but I am so excited to see Nick Wayne actually doing something on TV. Like, I, I'm actually very happy with the way that they're utilizing him. He signed uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he, like, signed his AW whatever contract when he, um, the, when you become an adult, you get an AW contract, whatever that contract is called. He signed that a while ago, and I was like, that is, he's, that's well deserved. One, because he's a prodigy. Uh, and two, he worked hard for it. Like Nick Wayne was everywhere on the indies. And I love that they're putting him in with like actual like heavy hitters, like Darby and Swerve. Yeah. And also on the flip side, I love that Darby is now in that mentor role where he was previously mentored by Sting. Now he is the mentor. I love that. Um and I just, I love everything about that story. I really do. And it's one of my favorite things in AEW right now. His debut match was fantastic. I loved it so much. And to hear the crowd chanting for him, I was like, he deserves this so much. <laughs> I love Nick Wayne. I love Nick Wayne too. Shout out Nick Wayne. So our shout outs, any Kingston, Nick Wayne. We're, we're building a list. We're building a list. It's okay. Anyway, uh, what we're talking about. Oh, we were talking about FTR versus the Young Bucks, and somehow we turned it into an entire AEW rant. It's the ADHD, you know. It is. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> but anyway, FTR versus the Young Bucks is going to be good. Like oh, we yeah. don't. Re- I mean, no one doubts. If it's like bad, if it's bad, they'll have to like intentionally work to make it bad. Since it's their um, rubber match, how do you think it's going to? vary from what they've done previously do you think they're gonna like pull out any stops is there gonna be like stipulation like what do you, what do you i think, think it's gonna be 
it's going to be interesting because since the last one, the Young Bucks have definitely been in more gimmick matches. They've done more flashy things, especially Matt. And they've really leaned into like the, the show stealer gimmick. But FTR has very much been like, um, sorry if you hear the cat at my door. FTR has very much been like, we're just going to stay in our lane. We're not going to work um, bother with anyone. We're going to get these titles. We're going to work. We're going to beat everybody, blah, blah, blah. We're going to like do all the things mm-hmm. uh, since FGR came back. So it's definitely a different dynamic than their last one, especially because I think FGR are still baby faces. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, mm-hmm. Young Bucks are baby faces. And I think the Young Bucks, especially getting re-signed and, you know, being cute with Hangman Page, like people are going to cheer them. So it's definitely a different character dynamic than it was the last one. And I don't know how it plays out. I definitely think they highlight Cash Wheeler a lot because Dax in the last feud, um, and especially the last year, got a lot of the, the spotlight, rightly so. But I think Cash really has to emerge in this feud. And Cash versus Matt Jackson um, in not a singles match, but like that dynamic in that feud would be interesting because Matt has become smart and he's um, definitely a man of the fans. Whereas Cash, who has been behind Dax for a long time because I don't know, Dax was just winning all these singles matches for some reason. Um, I would like to see him be more angry. And he was in their, I think it was their first match when they went for the flip and lost the match because they went for the flip. I would like to see a callback maybe to that. I don't want to see him do, you know, 630 successfully because that ruins FTR for me. But but seeing him being aware of falling into the traps of like the smart Matt Jackson who's trying to lure him in as he has, you know, all these other people would be fun. Yeah, like to do it and stop and jump off the rope would be be like a close-up on him. And FTR sort of teasing maybe like a heelish role would be fun, especially because of their bond with CM Punk. And just sort of coming back to that, like, the young bucks are dumb. Why do you need thumbtacks in your shoe? Why do you do all these, you know, dangerous gimmick matches? Just beat people up. Really going back to the roots as, you know, the revival that FTR, I think, would make this a lot of fun. And different. Yeah, I agree. I just, I wondered um, your take on it since, you know, I, I know you're a big FTR fan and, you know, I just wondered. I don't, th- I don't have any thoughts right now. I don't know. My head is so empty, you guys. I'm so exhausted still. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you know, right? It looks like it's nighttime outside because the clouds are disappearing, so I'm sorry. I look like I'm in a cave. Or like a it doesn't look like it, but it is cloudy outside. This is just how Florida looks all the time. Like we're in a microwave. I look like I'm in a jail cell. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> like all the shadows and everything. Yeah. And, and the way that you're like square. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You look good. Thanks. Two vibes. It's okay. Anyway. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. Have you seen Barbie yet? Oh, just changing the subject. The I Barbie, not seen movie. Barbie yet. Okay. Well, I was gonna make a reference to the Barbie movie, but I'll save it for when you've seen it. 
I don't know when I'm going to see it, so if you want to say it, you can just say it. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'll save it. I just, I won't get it. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you won't. Maybe some people who are watching who would get it, but. I'll just sit here okay, like. I'll save okay. it. I'll save it. It's okay. I should have said yes and just pretended like I knew. And then you were like, ha, 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 that's so funny. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I don't know what this episode is, you guys. I'm sorry. We really came in here and we were like, like, no pressure on us. We're just going to chill and have a good time and talk about wrestling and like, just get back in the swing of things. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's storming outside. There's a cat at my door. Um, I wore my Jake something shirt simply because it matches the vibe of the show. Gosh, and then Haley's in a jail cell. But I so, like my Seth and Finn shirt. So Seth and Finn. Listen. Anyway. Seth Rollins deserve and Becky Lynch for that matter. This is a good segue into SummerSlam. They deserve the world. I and I know this was like people were fighting about this a lot on Twitter, blah blah blah. Becky Lynch should have been on the SummerSlam card. I'm sorry. Like you have time for Becky Lynch and Trish. Yeah, you have time for one of the most over women in your company and a Hall of Famer. You do. And and Triple H is like yeah, but, like, we have all this TV to fill, blah, blah, blah. Find something else. Yeah. Find something else. Yeah. Becky maybe and Trish, maybe, that's a pay-per-view match. That's a pay-per-view main event. Yeah, maybe find something for the women's uh, tag team champions to do since they won those. And, like, yeah. you, maybe maybe do that. I don't know. Just a thought. But, yeah, I felt like there were a few things that could have probably been shortened a little bit. Um, and they could have found a way to give Becky and Trish time. I mean, it's not like they need, like, an hour. They don't no. even need 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> they don't need that much time at all. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, and then I was talking about how I feel like it's it was, like, misogynistic, that that's the thing you cut when you have all these other men's matches, which, in my opinion, a lot of the men's matches were, like, not necessary and probably could have been on um tv like like logan paul but that's just me um and people were saying like well you don't know the reason why triple h did this blah 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 and then he confirms that it was because the show was too long and he wants things that will fill tv well news flash you book tv book something else or maybe like book it better so that you know what you're putting on tv and you're not putting pay-per-view matches where people should, you know, shine your second biggest, you know, your second biggest show of the year, SummerSlam. And you're like, ah, Becky and Trish first to go. I know we've been telling that story, but first to go, we need Logan. Well, and like, my thing is, is I missed when they used to do pre-show matches. Like, why not put a match on the pre-show so that you could put uh, Becky and Trish on the card? Yeah. And, like, people would be like, well, nobody wants to wrestle on the pre-show. Well, they're still at the pay-per-view. They're still wrestling in front of a bunch of people. Like, what's the problem? I don't, I, I don't know. And then, for, and, like, for me, it gets even worse because, in my opinion, the, um, Roman and Jay was, like, really long and, like, unnecessarily long. Uh, not just, like, the entrances and all that kind of stuff. But, like, the match itself was, like, kind of wildly long and just. Honestly, I, I was kind of bored for a lot of it. So, like, I don't understand why you can't 
put some of that, take that time and some from this and some from this and maybe scratch that video package and that interview, whatever. Yeah, because why, why the hell did Roman and Jay's video package have to be like 10 minutes long? It didn't. (laughs) I was, I was so like, uh, since WrestleMania, this, the way that they've been presenting the bloodline is kind of insane. Like if we're being honest with ourselves and I tweeted this and I got a lot of like hate for it, but it's whatever. They are really milking it just purely for content, just purely for numbers. Like they not even for like actual, you know, consistent story. Cause the, the story was leading to Roman losing at WrestleMania. I think most people are in a consensus on that now. And then they like couldn't find their footing and they really struggled to find their footing. And I think it's funny that Cody and Brock was kind of good. And this was kind of not good. good. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. This was not good. And then they're like, video package, video package. Like, look at this crazy big story. Look at all this cool stuff. Look at all this whatever. But then it's like, I watch Roman and Jay. And I am like, Roman is the same as he was. Like, character-wise, there's really been, like, nothing and people, people are saying, well, it only makes sense that, you know, Jimmy and Jay are now fighting and Jimmy's a jerk and all this stuff. Where's Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn was part of the story for, like, ages. And now, now they're like, but the story has always been about Jay. What? <laughs> I'm like... I mean, it has, but I also think... I also think that there's a chapter closing on, like... Roman stuff and we're moving into like the other members of the bloodline like I think we're gonna see Jimmy and Jay play out for a couple months and then we're either gonna get Solo in the mix of it or like Solo will come after and turn on Roman and like that's what we're gonna see like you know the Usos reuniting and then Solo turning I don't know that's how I feel it's going I don't know I don't well, I will know. say I was like, oh wow, the the shades to Nikki and Bree, the sibling uh like little rivalry thing. I just thought it was funny. I love a sibling rivalry. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think the Usos rivalry, if they do it right, could be really good. Yeah. Should, they probably should have done it a long time ago, to be honest, but I think it'll be good. I just think that all of this could have been done without the title. Titles, sorry. And then you wouldn't have had to make another one. And I just, I feel, maybe I'm not souring on the bloodline. Maybe I'm souring on Roman. Because I really do think Roman losing at WrestleMania, and we've harped on this forever, so I'll be quick. You could really make him come out of that a lot better than what he's doing now. And I don't know why he needs so much time every match. Because he's not like he's doing He's not like a technician. Yeah, he's not doing crazy stuff where he's like they're grappling and it's actually intense and like cool. Six thirties on. Or he's doing like moonsaults to the floor. I mean, he should though. Like at this point, like what? If Roman Reigns pulled out a moonsault to the floor, like Hangman Page, I would lose my mind. I one, I'd be terrified. My stomach would drop to the floor. Second of all, that'd be wild if he could do that this whole time and he just pulls it out on the Usos. And SummerSlam? A random episode of, like, SmackDown or something. Why wouldn't he do it? I Something know. about Roman. 
Let's ask it. Let's something exciting. Like, it's always the same thing every time. We know Roman's going to come out. It's going to take five minutes for his entrance. Then he's going to get in the ring, and he's going to say, acknowledge me. And then <laughs> they're going to do this match, and he's going to do, you know, Superman punches and whatever the hell else he does, his three moves that he has. And then someone's going to interfere, and then the match is going to end, and he's still going to be champion. And then he's going to be walking out, and it's going to take ten more minutes. And it's the same thing every single time. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about him doing a moonsault. <laughs> like, I really do think he could do it. I think he's, like, athletic enough he could do it if he really tried. Yeah, I think so, too. It'd be a lot of fun. I, mean, I really think it, least- it would add some spice to the Bloodline story. Which, I really do... Cody Brock was good. The Cody Brock story is mid. Like, I don't understand it. But it, that match was good because Cody and Brock, like, when you need them to show up, they show up. Um, but listen, Cody should be champ. Like he really should be. And the fact that he's not is kind of sucky. And also the fact that Roman is barely wrestling now. He's and presumably going to barely wrestle for the foreseeable future while the Usos really like carry the bloodline story as they have been. But, um, I don't know, like. This was, like, not a good way to close SummerSlam, in my opinion. Like, I think the Jimmy turn... I don't want to say it was expected or anticipated, but I think... I think people kind of assumed it would happen. Or maybe it would be solo, or, like, there would be something there. Um, And so it was kind of, like, a little bit lackluster for me. And then I love Jay. Don't get me wrong. I think Jay... Especially when Jimmy was gone, whenever it was, the last time. Um, I think Jay really came into his own, and he really learned a lot. And he, I, you know, formed his own identity as not just an Uso. Like, he became Jay. I think it's too little too late for me in that regard. I think, I think Jay is a phenomenal wrestler, and I would almost rather he be wrestling Cody than roman well like you said like the there didn't need to be a title involved if he was just gonna lose anyway like i think it would have been much more interesting without the title to be honest with you honestly yeah because if you think about it if roman had lost the title at wrestlemania this whole time he would have been you know holding on to like whatever you know teeny tiny influence he had over the usos especially jay Without the title. And it would have been so much more meaningful. But like. I don't believe that Roman Reigns actually cares. About any of this. Because he's still champ. He's still got his uh, manager. He's still got his like loyal followers. And that's that. Like he just. All he cares about is like having his title. And like sitting on the beach drinking mimosas. Or whatever. But like if he wasn't champ then the bloodline is all he has and he needs the bloodline so that he can win. And so I don't really understand the one, the dynamics of the bloodline right now, because everybody's like in their own corner, I feel like. And two, I don't really understand where the title fits in this because I don't think it does. I think the title fits better on Cody Brock, which I would have done Cody J. Uso next. Um, So like, I don't really see the vision. And maybe that's just because I'm not that plugged in to, like, 
Triple H's booking philosophy and how he does things because he hasn't had that much time. But I just don't see the vision. I really don't. And to end SummerSlam like that, where I'm more confused than anything, is a little eh to me, especially because one of the stories I was most invested in was Becky and Trish. And that's not there now. Now I got to go watch Raw for it. Well, I think that, uh, I don't know. Like, I get it. I, I get it. I think I get it. I don't know if I get it or not. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. Um, but, you know, the Usos have been candid about how they want to have um, a feud against each other for a very long time. Uh, yeah. And I feel like this, it only made sense, um, especially with how Jay has kind of been, you know, the center of this story for so long and, mm -hmm. you know, story-wise, Jimmy probably feels, you know, like, left out and left behind and, you know, like, it's it's not about him, too, when, you know, it's it should be about the Usos, not just Jay. So I feel like that's kind of where that lies, but then it's like, okay, was, it couldn't have been Roman's idea because... His face after Jimmy did it was like, well, what the hell? Yeah. So it's like, is it Paul Heyman's doing? Like, is Heyman in Jimmy's head? Is like that where we're going? I don't know. It's like Jimmy's mad. Jimmy is mad at everyone, right? <laughs> Roman, Jay, Solo, he's mad at everyone. Jay, presumably, was blindsided by this. So now he's mad at everyone. Roman has given me no in you know evidence that he cares beyond shock because he's he's just <laughs> I don't think he cares that much. <laughs> I really don't. And then Solo, what is he doing? Don't know. Paul Heyman, yeah, Paul Heyman just loves all the drama because he's Paul Heyman and he thrives in that environment. But it's like everyone hates everyone. And somehow I, I don't know where you go. Like, the Usos feud, yeah. Where does... Isn't it weird, though, that Roman is champ and the Usos feud, now we got to figure out where he fits into that. And, like, what does he think about this? As opposed to, like, here's Roman the champ, here's his story. But, like, he has no one left. So now we, he, we just got to wait for, like, the Usos to figure it out and then we're good. <laughs> like And, like, part of me is, like, if they extend this... To WrestleMania because they they really wanted to have like a WrestleMania uh, match against each other. Like okay, see we can stretch it out that far to Mania. I'm like, if they take Roman off TV, <laughs> I'm like, oh at this point, like, <laughs> is he gonna beat Bruno San Martino's record if they can extend it that long? And he's just off TV and it's just an easy way to get dates without having to wrestle. Could you <laughs> I, imagine? I could totally see Roman doing that. Roman goes and like films a movie or something and the entire time he's gone the bloodline feud is carried by jimmy and jay uso and the resolution is not jay uso versus roman reigns at wrestlemania it's roman versus the rock and jimmy and jay could you imagine i would be perplexed i hope that's not what happens listen over the weekend 
I don't know if people were trolling or what, but there were a lot of people that were like, oh, I think The Rock's going to show up. And I was like, you know what? Maybe, like, he, it's not like he needs to work, but, you know, they're on strike, so. Oh, my God, The Strike. I was like, Well, The Rock is a really big supporter of The Strike. I will say that. He donated a lot of money. So I don't think he would cross the picket line and go and do something in WWE. But WWE is not part of the union, so I don't know if he would find, like, a workaround there. But what I will say is I don't think Roman Reigns versus The Rock, the same as it was this WrestleMania, I don't think that needs a title. And if we end up in a situation where come WrestleMania, or whenever this goes down, probably WrestleMania, which, oh my god, it's August, and we're talking about WrestleMania next year. Uh, If it goes down like that, poor Solo Sokoa, first of all, where is he fit? And then also, I really, really hope, in my heart of hearts, that Cody Rhodes gets something good. <laughs> that he is wrestling for that other title, the um, the third place title. Yeah. So. And he's he's not re- and he's wrestling someone good, like Seth or anyone that isn't Brock. Oh my God! Now I'm thinking about what is Brock gonna do? Hopefully nothing. <laughs> but yeah, oh my I- God, Becky versus Trish. That got cut, and now that's on Raw. So, like, what is Becky going to do at WrestleMania? I guess the conclusion here is that I have lost all faith in Triple H. I mean, we're still, like, months away, so they have time to plan. I know, but it's, like, the Cody, Cody being, like, in limbo freaks me out. Like, the fact that, okay, the Brock match was good. But the fact that now it's, like, he lost to Roman. He, I guess you could do, like, the other title. Like, you could figure it out. You, you could do the IC title. But it's, like, I'm really worried about Cody. And I'm also really worried about the Usos. So, those are, like, the ones in WWE that I love the most. Besides Seth Rollins, of course. But he's doing fine. So, I'm just, like, SummerSlam really, like, flipped a lot of what I thought Triple H was as a booker on its head. Like, I really thought Triple H was, like, super into, like, these big money women's matches. Because in NXT he was, but that's not the case. Ronda Rousey's gone, presumably. I or maybe, it, maybe it's a story, and, like, we're all just getting worked by her on social media. I don't know. I thought that he was really, really into the Cody Rhodes, ultra, John Cena-style, over-the-top character babyface. Apparently not. The, at least, and I was like, okay, we got the bloodline. But then I remembered he inherited the bloodline. And hasn't done a good job with it since WrestleMania. So, okay, that's, like, I don't know. I don't know who he is. Triple H, at the end of the day. Can we also talk about how Rhea didn't have a match and then she just showed up on the show? Really? What's up with that? Because I just don't understand. Her, I was enraged. <laughs> I and like, told oh, you she couldn't give her a match, but here she is. Like. It's, like, so weird to me because Triple H in NXT, like, I think back to all the pictures that he took with, like, the women in NXT and, like, because the women on the main roster, it was garbage for the most part. And, like, the four horse women and, like, you know, all this stuff, all the hype, like, you know, Bailey versus Sasha Banks, like, all these iconic matches. And then we get to the main roster and he's like, I got to book five hours of TV a week, seven if you include NXT. 
And this match just doesn't need to be on this giant pay-per-view that, you know, is making a ton of money and getting a ton of eyes. Yeah, it's the most watched and highest SummerSlam of all time. Yeah, because Becky and Trish need to wrestle on Raw because it's in Canada. And guess what? Trish is Canadian. Not even from that part of Canada. She's not from the part of Canada. She's not. She's not from there. (laughs) And so I'm just like, one, that's a lame excuse. And we all know that it's a lie. And two, even if it is the truth, Slim Jims and Logan Paul. I mean, like I get the Slim Jim thing because apparently it was like a very large sum of money. Um, so I feel like they had to have it there. Uh, but yeah, you know, maybe they should have just done a pre-show match and put Logan and Ricochet on in. <laughs> and like, I love Ricochet. Because, I mean, like, Logan, look, Logan wanted to get out there as, as soon as he could so he could go see Jake's match, put him on the pre-show, get it over with, slot Becky and Trish there, and there you go. <laughs> like, there were, it was a non-problem that he made, Triple H made a problem. Like, that's that's my opinion on it. Like, you're on pay-per-view, so you're not worried really about time. And I don't think adding one more match or two more, you know, women's matches would have messed it up. Like, I think people would watch it anyway because Roman Reigns is at the end. And I'm just like, I don't understand the thought process there because you can't say that it's because of time for TV and time for pay-per-view. Because, like, sir, (laughs) all due respect, Triple H, but there is a lot more you could be doing on your TV shows that you're not doing. And I... Don't think that you are just like you're booking these shows and you're just like so hectic, like trying to squeeze everything in. Like, I don't buy that. I really don't, especially because there's so there's so many. Yeah. Kate says there's an hour between EO winning in the middle of the main event. Like, why do I not <laughs> call this happening? I swear. That's crazy to think about. I don't think we're starved for time in WWE. I really don't. Especially with their their love of video packages and backstage interviews and which are fun and cool and great. But it's like he's putting forth this idea that there's so many cool things in WWE that we just don't have enough time for all of them. But it's like the really really cool thing that was you know Becky and Trish, at least for me and for like a lot of other people it was really really cool. You're like, oh, everything else is just so cool. We don't have time. We got to squeeze it on Raw. But that's just not true. The crazy thing (laughs) is, this has been building since WrestleMania, even before WrestleMania. But I just, this is a feud that should be on pay-per-view. It's been building for so long. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand. And I I don't know. And it's it's like not just Becky Trish. It's like... Like, the women's tag titles. All women's titles, in general. Like, there's a lot more that could be done with the women's division in WWE that isn't. And so, when when I, as a woman, when I watch a main event, and a lot of it isn't even wrestling, it's, like, storytelling with, like, Roman just looking angry yeah, you gotta get a good camera shot, make sure you get the angle right, spend, like, a good three minutes doing that. Like, that's a big deal to me. 
And Ronda Rousey and Shayna, I know some people are mentioning it in the chat. That wasn't for me, like the MMA, whatever that was. But like Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler should probably be on your second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Uh, but also, so so should the other women. So should your women's champion. <laughs> yeah. And so, does the bloodline make money? Obviously. Without a doubt in the world, in so many ways. But it's like, what else makes you money? And it's you can't just keep saying, oh, cut the women, cut the women, cut the women, when you need time for Roman to do his thing. When... It's like an artificial constraint that he's made on this show that they can't go too long that they, you know, everything has to be squeezed in because WWE is so exciting and there's so much to do and so many things to see and fans are going to love it. It's not true because there's so much dead time in the show. It's like a fake environment that he's made triple H to the point where like he looks at, he says raw, which is three hours has the same problem. Could Raw be a pay-per-view every week? Absolutely. Look at the talent in WWE. You could do a good Raw every week. And you could put a ton of stuff on there. But it doesn't happen like that. It's like we're being gaslit. Like that's, that's what's happening at the end of the day. And so Rhea Ripley not being on the show. And Becky Lynch not being. Oh, I mean Rhea Ripley was on the show. But she wasn't wrestling. Becky not being on the show. And like all the stuff they're doing in the, with women's tag. It's like, it's a lie. It's a lie. And, like, I get, like, you can't possibly defend every single title and whatever on a pay-per-view. Like, I understand that. But, I don't know. They're, they could have made time for some of their bigger matches. At least Becky and Trish. Um, yeah. And, you know, I saw a lot of people being like, Ronda and Shayna shouldn't have even been on the pay-per-view. Like, it was bad. Like, if it wasn't for you, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for me. But, mm -hmm. again... You know, they've been building it, and, you know, the talk of, you know, Ronda leaving, whatever, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I, yeah. It, but then it's like, okay, so you cut a women's match to add a women's match instead of just adding another women's match? Yeah. Like, what sense does that make? You know what I mean? And it's like, sometimes I feel like we fa fans are in a bubble where they look at Ronda versus Shayna, and they're like, that's garbage. But what you don't understand is that the majority of fans are not on Twitter and Ronda Rousey's a big deal. You know, she's not as much of a big deal as she was when she debuted, but she's still a big deal. And the Ronda and Shayna thing was not for me. The feud is not for me. The story is not for me, whatever. But that is a big story in the women's division, unironically. Um, should it have been a goofy MMA weird match? No. Um, you could do a wrestling match and have them do MMA stuff and they're talented. They'll make it work. They'll do it. But like, it was goofy. It was, you know, a parody. It was not for me. Um, and that's totally fine because I recognize it wasn't for me, but that they still should have had that spot. But it's like, it's SummerSlam. So SummerSlam being longer, in my opinion, the same thing as WrestleMania is not a bad thing. I don't think that we should be like, saying, oh, SummerSlam can't be too long. It's SummerSlam. Like, it should probably be longer than the other pay-per-views because it's a big deal. Uh, and like Kate says in the chat, you cannot have Ronda Rousey's last match not on pay-per-view. Exactly. Um, 
I don't know for sure if Ronda Rousey is leaving WWE. I don't know what the deal is there. But as I'm not right Ronda now. Yeah, I'm not Ronda Rousey, but like if she if she does leave WWE, leaving at SummerSlam is best case scenario. Because one, it, you leave it to a point where like you cap off her WWE career on a high, you know, at SummerSlam against Shayna Baszler, who she said she came in to wrestle, all that stuff. Good. Uh, and then also she comes back. She comes back a big deal because she's coming off the sh- the SummerSlam match with Shayna Baszler. It's fine. It's good. Um, but I just and we can talk in circles about this for ages and ages. I just don't. There's no logic behind sacrificing the women's division in so many ways for the long main event for Logan Paul and Ricochet, which, like Haley said, should have been on a pre-show or could have been on a pre-show. Excuse me. Uh, and a lot, a lot of like the dead space on the show. Like, I really, I am, and that's kind of overshadowing a lot of like the good that happened. I think, I think the, there was, I mean, I'm excited about the Usos feud. Um, and there was, I mean, B- Bianca, EO, um, Seth. I, I just really, it's in such a weird place. Like, and I think if you've watched um, Tag Talk, you know that like Haley and I never really bought into the Triple H hype. All like a lot, like a lot of people did. We never like fully believed it was going to be black and gold NXT all the time. Um, but like, uh, well, you want to be hopeful that it it's going to be at least better than and it is better than Vince McMahon. It, it in a lot of ways is it is better. But in a lot of ways, it's still struggling a little bit. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. And I think it's because at the end of the day, Triple H, regardless of you know what he likes in wrestling or what he wants to do creatively with wrestling, blah, 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 WWE has to produce. They need to produce social media numbers. Yeah. They, need to, they need to produce merch numbers and ticket sales yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And so if... And I'm not saying that these people aren't draws. What I am saying is the more content you make, the more you can inflate those numbers. That's why WWE has like 30 shirts that are all kind of the same because you could really inflate your numbers and that will appease your shareholders who aren't really plugged in with the wrestling and all that kind of stuff. And so like mid or like slightly more than mid numbers added up for a lot of things is a lot bigger than like one video of Cody and Brock or one video of Becky and Trish doing great. Like they need content, lots and lots and lots of content uh, for people to engage with. And that's just like where, you know, entertainment is nowadays, like TV and film fall into the same bubble. Um, There's a reason why Barbie was promoted so heavily the way it was on TikTok because they need those numbers. Well, that's, it's like, that's, you know, even though I would have loved to see it on the pre-show instead of having to sit there and watch it. But, you know, that's that's why Logan Paul and Ricochet, you know, were on the main show. They, mm-hmm. anytime they get clipped on social media, it brings numbers, especially Logan pulling out these wrestling moves and everybody every time is like, oh my gosh, I didn't know he could do that. Like, uh, like he, do- he just did that like a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and it's the same with like streaming TV shows. Like, Everybody complains all the time, like a TV show goes a season and gets canceled. 
but it's like it goes a season they get those numbers in like look at all these new netflix subscribers hulu subscribers whatever and then they got the next one this cheaply made tv show ready to go like cheaper is easier for them to make so yeah and a, a season like 20 episodes let's say of cheap tv is easier and the same you know amounts of shareholder appeasement as five episodes really really great tv um that is super super expensive to do and i see people are like when the last of us came out they were like look tv is back on the right path we're away from content mills but then you look at like here's everything netflix canceled here everything hulu canceled max all these shows and they're like one or two season shows it's because they're content mills and wwe is not immune from that because of the corporate structure that they've selected for themselves, they need to produce content. They have to. The same as Netflix, the same as Hulu, the same as Disney. It's just where business is when it comes to entertainment nowadays. And so, like, it's you all have to keep that in mind when you talk about like Triple H and stuff. Because do I believe Triple H wishes he could do a 10 hour pay per view of every great match? Obviously, he's a wrestling nerd, he would do it. But it's like content you know, retweets, likes, clips, TikToks, TikTok reactions. What are they going to stitch? What are they going to talk about? That has to be first and foremost, because that's where entertainment is. And that's how they make money. That's how they get sponsorships. That's Mm -hmm. how they keep, that's how they get their revenue. Like, that's just, it's the way it is. Yeah. Unfortunately. But shout out Slim Jims. They had so many Slim Jims in that press box. I'm not kidding. I was sitting next to Malcolm and at one point, he was just like, I don't know how to say this without it sounding very dirty, but he was chowing, <laughs> eating, whatever, I was going to say chowing down. He was eating uh, a bunch of Slim Jims, and that area that I was sitting just smelled like meat. It just smelled like Slim Jims, and I was like, Ooh. ew, I don't like this. <laughs> it was nuts. And then I was like, I can't even eat any of these. Like, they're just taunting me. Like, I I don't even want to think about it. I'm about the smell. Um, I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. I'm going to, like, take it out of my brain. I'm going to put it over there and pretend. Listen, but a couple years ago, before I went, like, vegan. Spoiler alert, if you guys didn't know. That's, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so I had this period of my life where I just exclusively ate Slim Jims for like a month straight. Like, all the time. Like, I was just like double fisted. (laughs) No, no. Move on, move on, move on. I was eating Slim Jims all the time. And I'm so glad I'm out of that. Um, But yeah, now when I look at Slim Jims, I'm like. But the spicy ones are like the honey ones. It used to be my thing. I not gonna lie, when, before before I was vegan, I used to eat a lot of beef jerky. I really did. I mean, there's a lot of protein in there. You know, it's a good snack. And well, you know what? I grew up in a food desert, so we ate out of the the Liberty gas station. It was a Liberty gas station. We ate out of it a lot. That sounds very. I'd get like my pink lemonade with Brisk used to sell like giant pink lemonades for like a dollar. I love that pink lemonade. <laughs> my favorite. It's so good. Listen, if you didn't grow up in the 2000s and 2010s, you missed out. I I, I misclicked the button. 
Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Hello? Oh, I didn't realize it was like an overlay too. Oh boy. It's like I'm peeking down like on a window here to just like come through. Hello? Hi, Jeremy. Hi. I, I popped it. I was going to scare Kylie because I didn't know if she had backstage access. And every time I, I come up backstage, both of you just like freak out acting like I'm going to like fire you on well, air. You scared me because something. I had my screen zoomed in. <laughs> so like you just popped up and I was like, oh. I was listening to the food conversation. So I didn't want to, I literally I was not going to jump in. And then I had my mouse hovered over the, the ad stream and I accidentally clicked. And so I, I prematurely clicked to add myself to the, the stream. So uh, I apologize to interrupt the, the food conversation. Here. Uh, well, welcome to Tad Talk. <laughs> I I came to say hi. I talked to Haley already today, but I came to say hi to you, Kylie, because I have not seen seen you in a month. If you have you have been doing way more important things than the world of professional wrestling, uh, but I'm so happy that Tag Talk is back and you have this uh, overlay, so we can steal your your bet. Hold on for for old times' sake. I deleted. <laughs> God, you deleted it. I think so. No, you didn't. No, no, no. Oh, it's there. Yeah, yeah. You left it for FMC. It's, it's got to be there for FMC. <laughs> yeah, we've been using it on that show. There we go. For Just old times' sake. Delete. We've got the tag talk background. I think I was gonna, but then I was like, I can't because that would really make Jeremy so sad. I I would have immediately messaged both of you and be like, can I please have the tag talk background (laughs) so I can re-upload it? Would have immediately sent a message. Oh, I can't I came to say hi to Kylie and say that I've missed both of you on Tag Talk and I'm very happy that it is back on the channel. And uh now, I already said kind things to Haley today. I don't want to repeat myself. Uh, but, no, you um, can go ahead. <laughs> you got to keep her ego in check. That's good. That's good. I don't know if I'm keeping it in check, though. Like, I'm inflating it by all the nice things that I'm saying. Like, I, if I wanted to keep it in check, I would uh, I'd do what I do to Kate and be like, you wouldn't have anything without me. Like, I'm the reason that you you are on this website. Okay. I, that's what I have to do. I mean, you know what? You're right, though. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, no, I never... I never, ever, ever want to want to be that that person because uh, everything all three of you have is uh, through hard work and just dedication and not to go Floyd Mayweather. But yes, for complete hard work and dedication and, and kindness as well. Yes, Kate says it's true. I do that. I do that. Kate's like, oh, it's my, my two year anniversary. I missed my show anniversary. It's like, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome to be on that show to cut the CM Punk promo. And you're welcome that I told Sean I don't want to work Fridays anymore. And I said, Kate should have that show as well so you're welcome kate you're welcome for everything you ever have gotten on fightful uh i expect a, just a yearly gift basket from you see that's how you keep an ego in check right there that's just mean <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it is i know it is i know i don't want to do that see, she does admit that it is a little bit true no it's i can't it's not cry true. on command so you can cry <laughs> on command do it no i'm not doing it right now. do it i don't want to be it. I don't want to be mean and like force you to cry, but now I kind of do. <laughs> Jeremy's like, let us see it. No. Yeah. Is this your party trick? Okay. I'm going to jump off. I just wanted to say hi and say thank you to both of you for everything you do. I'm very happy that the best show on Fightful Overbooked is back uh, and, you know, 
whenever you guys want to continue to do stuff, whether it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, that's not the order of the days of the week. Uh, you're more than welcome. I look when you got kids, the, the days all blend together. Okay. You don't know what day it is around here. They're just, that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> Tune in tomorrow to FMC. I'll give you final bonfire predictions, Kate. I'm not, I'm not going to take up any more tag talk time. That's Temptation Island, though. Thank you, girls, for everything you do. Everyone continue to support tag talk and all the great work they do. Kylie, thank you so much for actually doing good in the, the world beyond wrestling. And, and Haley, thank you for doing good in the world of wrestling and also beyond as well. But yes, I appreciate y'all. I love you, girls. Uh, thank you, Thank you for everything. Bye, everybody. Love you. Love you, Jeremy. I, I love, love when he comes in and does that. Like, it just it makes my day. Not that I, I want just to love any day, but... I just love any time where I get to talk to Jeremy. You it's know? So he's so busy that, like, it's it could be hard sometimes to just get him. Just stay right here and let me talk to you. You know? But this is how we get him. We just... We go live and... <laughs> we lure him in with the background... It's like he comes running. I'm gonna edit a picture and it's gonna be the bat signal, but it's gonna be the old tag talk background. (laughs) That's gonna be Jeremy. Do it, do it, do it. I need it. I need it. I need it. I'm gonna do it after the show. It's the same thing with Kate sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, Kate, just stay in one place and let me talk at you. You don't even have to respond. Just let me talk at you. They're so busy because you know they're incredible and they're world famous. Yeah, but like, they are really famous. So anytime, you know, we get them, it's it's appreciated. It really is. I get the rub, you know. <laughs> I was thinking like, wow, I love my friends. And here's like, <laughs> like what the viewers. Well, <laughs> you know, you know I love them. I love them. <laughs> do you want to give your final thoughts and then we can do plugs? <laughs> <clears throat> my final thoughts. Um, <clears throat> what do we talk about? Oh, <laughs> wrestling i guess wow um no listen my brain is all over the place right now my final thoughts um i don't know i'm happy to be back i'm happy that the show is back i've really missed getting to kind of chat about wrestling Mm -hmm. with the show i mean we've talked a little bit um since you've been gone but i've missed this kind of thing that we have i guess i don't know anyway (laughs) Before I get too sentimental, um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Alien underscore. Um, you can check out my SummerSlam coverage that I did over the weekend um, on Nerds and Beyond. I did interviews with uh, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, which was literally a dream for me. I did not think that was going to happen. And then that man walked past my tripod into the room and they were like, we have limited time with Finn. And I was like, <laughs> and the guy next to me saw me like my eyes go wide. And he was like, do you want to go in front of me? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so shout out to that man. I don't you know who that. he was, but I appreciated that. But yeah, uh, Shayna and Zoe Stark as well. Those are all on the website. Um, so check those out. And also, I plugged it earlier on In the Weeds. So it's next to me. But I wrote a book. It's called Eating the Indies. I don't know if I've shown. I probably did. Um, but yeah, you can buy it on Amazon. It's a wonderful cookbook with lots of... Um, wrestlers and i did all the bios and stuff for it so yeah that's that i think that's everything my final thoughts are that (laughs) i'm excited to be back july was like a hectic month for me um it went by super super fast and like i'm back in a point like i have a normal sleep schedule now 
I'm like no longer crying and mourning the loss of my incredible job that I had in July, which I love so much. And I'm excited to be back because I miss tech talk. I miss like interacting with the chat and like talking about wrestling. And like, I miss me and Haley like planning the show and like- Which we barely did today, but it's okay. Kylie was at the doctor. She had- I was at the doctor. Um, my my ongoing stem cells inspired by Matt Jackson. Um, <laughs> we really did start stem cells like the same day, me and Matt Jackson. It was kind of funny. Anyway, um, I'm really excited to be back. I like that this was kind of like a chill show because we had like a month of stuff and we did not want to just go through the first week in July. This happened. So thank you guys for like hanging with the chill show. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited for this upcoming Dynamite. I'm excited, um, especially for AEW the next like two months, I think is going to be absolutely incredible. Um I'll do my plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at Kylie Wrestling. Uh, Graps on Taps says, Tag Talk is back. My Mondays are saved. Honestly, if you had the Monday blues while we were gone, I'm very, very sorry. Um, but we're back now. So now I'm Monday. I'm happy that you're here. <laughs> yes. We just, just <clears throat> come and hang out with us and it'll cure any of your Monday ailments. We're here. You know, if, if you're sick, if you're hungover, if you're just mad at the world come watch tag talk it's fine you follow me on twitter at kylie wrestling um if i'm on a show i'll post it there if i'm doing something i'll post it there um my brain is coming up with nothing i've been gone for a month so i've done nothing um this is fightful overbooked there's a lot of really great shows on fightful overbooked um like jeremy mentioned earlier there's fmc there's coexisting like just go explore subscribe to fightful overbooked and go explore and you know Find shows that you like. There's so many great people on this channel. Like, so many of our friends. Um, and also like and comment on, you know, our show, obviously. You should have already done that. But also, every other show. Go show people some love. And then also, the Fightful main channel is close to 100,000 subscribers. If they haven't hit it already, let me go check. Let me check. I got you, Fightful. Um, but if you're not subscribed to the Fightful main channel, first of all, Why? Second of all, go do that. They're at 99.2 thousand subscribers. Um, go do that. Like, just go, you know, 100,000 subscribers. Hit the button. And like and hit the bell. And comment on everything. <laughs> comment on everything Tag Talk sent me. Every video on the Fightful main channel, Tag Talk sent me. Prove to Sean <laughs> on the main channel. Okay. <laughs> Listen, there's so many great things on here. Look, an Eric Young interview seven hours ago. Why haven't you watched that? Go and subscribe while you're at it and said, say Tag Talks at me. Um, I think that's all the plugs. Thank you guys so much. Haley, you're going to have to end the stream, by the way. I know. Because I'm logged out. I, just uh, keep it going. <laughs> I was gone for so long, guys. StreamYard logged me out. It logged me out. Too. So I like I haven't did out get access back to the fightful streamer it's okay anyway Haley, i'm gonna do the close and then okay we're good thank you guys so much for joining us it was a great time it was so fun to see so many familiar faces in the chat and also some new some new names and faces um tag talk is going to be back at its normal you know streaming schedule mondays at three fightful overbooked um we're back in the swing of things i'm going to be you know watching wrestling i'm not gonna be mia like i died anymore neither is Haley. hopefully um all that being said thank you guys so much for joining us we'll see you next week bye
Well, before we leave, I actually got word about something I'm doing Wednesday. So before I end the stream, I had to mention it on stream. Um, so if you're not sick of hearing me talk uh, about SummerSlam yet, um, I will be on Foundation Radio this Wednesday with a couple pals that I met that weekend. Um, Adam Barnard, uh, Malcolm uh, from Muscle Man Malcolm and Sir Wilkins. We're all going to do that. It's on my Twitter. I tweeted it. So if you want to come chill and watch that show, do that Wednesday. Um, and I think that's it. So now, bye. Now just- we'll see you guys. <laughs> now, okay, we're caught up. Okay, just a lot ending. <laughs> <laughs>